Welcome to episode 129 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, volume two of our Hitchcock series continues with Shadow of a Doubt from 1943. Welcome, everyone, to the Movie City Maniacs. My name's Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm Uncle Charlie. Hey, Uncle Charlie. <laughs> I could be little Charlie. <laughs> yeah. How many times do you think the word Charlie was used in oh, this film? I think Apparently a lot. A lot. I think they counted it. Isn't I, it like 100 something? If there's 100 and some odd times. Yeah. I yeah, think that is a Did count. they actually count it? Yeah. Yeah, because no. there's two characters named Charlie. No. Uh, so yeah, we're doing uh, our Hitchcock series. Uh, my name is actually Adam, and um, we're we're doing our Hitchcock series. And this is a a lot of joy for me. This is definitely uh, probably the the most the director is most part of my film DNA. Yeah, that, that has le- led me on a lot of different paths. Um, He's like that yeah. director that's that perfect mix of artistic talent, but also obviously like blockbuster mainstream. Yeah, he, like it's not. He goes into schlock as well, like really well. Like yeah. even some of the characters yeah. are in this, like are like dopey side characters <laughs> that I absolutely love. Yeah. I know. And yeah, if you guys did miss it, we we started off uh, last week with Rebecca. Adam's cracking the beer. And again, this is volume two, so we did cover four films previously. You can find those uh, from last year, I believe. So, yeah, so go back l- and listen to those. If last you time, what did we do? We did Rope. We did Rear uh, Window. Rear Window. <laughs> uh, it was Notorious and Spellbound, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Yep. It. yep. Um, so, yeah. And uh, again, some of those were the first times for us. Actually, this film is the first time I've seen this one. Maddie, same first for time, yeah. Okay. And then Adam, is, it's I've seen, seen this most one of them. A lot He's kind of well. the, but the I haven't seen, expert. I haven't seen this one. In maybe fifteen years. So oh this, wow! This, uh, this was like nice. that's why I picked it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh wow! Check it's been out. a long time. Mm-hmm. I almost picked this on the last one. And I think I picked Notorious instead. But which, yeah, Notorious yeah, is awesome. I think that got us a maniac. Yeah. So we'll see. But, yeah, we'll see if we can get one here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I guess before we get into it, uh, anything you guys want to talk about? Yeah, you guys end up watching anything? So I, I just I went to a Raptors game. Oh, Raptors game. So I, I got a call uh, uh, from Tammy's uncle, Uncle Larry. Thank you, Uncle Larry, yeah, for uncle hooking Charlie. me up for, uh, from, uh, for the tickets. He's not quite as sinister, I don't yeah. think, Uncle Larry. No, a great guy. Just uh, be careful. Anyone that promises gifts like rings, Raptors tickets. I know. You know some, maybe, maybe something's going to come yeah. back in the end. Uh, but it was my first time going to a major event, and it is a little bit of a culture shock. Like, in like three years, not like first time ever. Uh, no, I, I never <laughs> went before. Either. Yeah. You know, when we played in the, when the band, I was always a hologram. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, is this your first time going to a Raptors game, though, or? No. Oh, okay, just, just since COVID. Just since okay. COVID. I got a quick question. It has nothing to do with uh, your, your experience, but what is the Raptors mascot name? Like, Rappy? Or like, does he have a name like? I a, think it's Dino. It's just Dino. Why don't Jurassic? I know? Jurassic Attack? 
Yeah, it seems like you should have, 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 like have Jurassic Park. That's a place where you, everyone you sits guys outside talk, and watch I'll look the it games. up as you, oh, you okay. talk about your. Uh, so, how was the game? Who are they playing? The, they the, play the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, and it's it's it really important. They're trying to get the playoff se- seating. They were down a lot. It looked like they were in trouble. Oh, but they came back. They came back and they destroyed them in the end. Oh, nice! Uh, great game uh, by Gary Trent um, Jr. Hit a lot of threes. OG was awesome. Did I'm a big, I'm I, I'm a big. I, I hear that fan. name, OG. Uh, my uh, Becky, uh, my wife is is very big into Raptors and basketball. I know nothing about any of it, but I hear the name OG a lot. She's a big OG fan. Did you watch and like even when they were in the finals? Did you watch any of that? No. no she usually goes to her dad as as the big Raptor guy, yeah. and that's kind of like her dad. Some time to spend with her dad, so she watches a lot of them father daughter time. The yeah. last finals one with Toronto won. No, it was, it was now. Uh, Three ago, okay, because they had that one game where like it was an insane like last tw- two seconds that he just kind of hit like a three point from like far away. It's like that, that was wire. In, that oh oh Kawhi. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It was like one of the most. It only happens in movies. It's actually happening in a Toronto game. They end up winning the series and they go to the uh, yeah the Super Bowl. They bounce four times yeah. and uh, yeah it, over in uh, Bead's head. Yeah, it's a, a classic. There's like a million photos. Uh, I lost mm-hmm. my shit. Like that that run. I did n- every game. Yeah, I think I missed one of the Orlando series because we were. At, like, I wish Easter. they would have playoffs in October. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they they do start usually, so you usually I usually miss uh, like the home opener. I don't watch a movie. I usually watch the game, no. so I do usually miss. Mm. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I, that's probably the least now I watch of <laughs> okay. basketball. Okay, everybody, welcome to Sports Corner. Sports <laughs> Corner. In this corner, we have Adam uh, talking about sports. What is the name <laughs> of the uh, the, the basketball uh, championship? We got the we got the World Series. We got the uh, I think uh, Naismith Cup. Let's not get into too much. Yeah. Canadian. The, the Raptor yeah. uh, mascot, by the way, is just called the Raptor. His oh, own. it is the Raptor. Yes. What? But I you were talking about this is your first time going out COVID to a big event. Yeah, it was. It's nuts. Like it's a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was kind of overwhelming. Once I was in my seat, I felt uh, like comfortable and fine. But yeah, going with all the people, I, I was uh, definitely got my adrenaline going. I, I went to a wedding in October last year, and it was the first time being around people. And there was like 30, 40 people there. Mm-hmm. And I was, a, I was a maniac at the wedding, uh. like just running. There was in this like cabin boathouse thing. They were doing the recep- reception the night before. I was just running up and down, high fiving people that have never met me in my whole life. <laughs> just, just you're like same, so excited to see people. Jokes I, yeah, I that like are like so like <laughs> off color, just almost like embarrassing everyone. Your wife was uh, just like, "What are you doing, Adam?" Like, well, uh, <laughs> my brother in law Andy, I guess, said to my wife Tammy, "Like, you know, I know how Adam is sometimes, but this is like is another cocaine? level." Yeah, I felt like I was on some sort of drug, mm-hmm. um, and I did There's feel. That- uh, fresh mountain river air. It, it reminded me of when we used to play shows, and you'd come back, you drive back home, and I couldn't go to bed for an hour. You all like ramped up. It was it was really difficult to to get yourself to come down. It's not like coke we were doing back then. It, well, yeah, it was it was it was a wild time. But I, I felt the same way last night. Anyway, so I saw that. Does coke that taste as good when it's snorted off Maddie's asshole? Or? <laughs> Um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> you get some, you get some. I was joking around about the hairs. coke, like uh, uh, that was the joke. And he's like, I'm the usually guy who like trump cards everybody, and Kyle's just like, oh yeah, trump thank you, card. yeah, thank wow. It's the. Uh, Anyways, yeah. did you guys watch anything? Um, I, I watched one film. I, I'm kind of excited to talk about, and uh, you guys are gonna wonder why. From 1989, a little film called Phantom of the Mall. 
Eric's Revenge. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I guess this is, yeah, ladies. They well, decided- Phantom of the Mall 2? Or is it like Phantom no, of the there Mall? No, so there is no Phantom of the Mall. Oh. And I think the writers, I guess the film got taken away. They had a different film, and they complained about this. Arrow put it out, and they put out, like, I'm talking a big collector's edition, thick, hard box, wow. a thick booklet. It's got two discs. So uh, is this three. a thing? Like, was this, like, is this a cult classic? No, that- it's just one of those movies that got lost, and everyone's been kind of wanting to see it. It's got four cuts on the fucking Blu-ray. Um but yeah, no, it's just, it was this 89 film. It's one of uh, Pauly Shore's first films. What? <laughs> so he plays uh, a, a, a one of the lead parts in it. Uh, but So pre-son-in-law. And he's kind of doing that. He's not quite the, the weasel the yet. Uh, but he's still got the Pauly Oh, man, uh, we, well, again, with us weasel yeah. <laughs> the Jews. Um, and then it has, um, who's the other, um, uh, Morgan Fairchild is in it. Not uh, Morgan Freeman. No, not Morgan <laughs> Freeman. Awesome. But no, uh, I so I... I mean, it, it looks stupid, and it's just, but it's kind of a fun idea. Like, do a modern take. He's hiding out like in the, so the catacombs the of the mall. It's just some. Yeah, most of these so, actors didn't do much. What? There's a Phantom of the Mall. Like he got. So what crushed. happens is, I, I guess this they, is such an '80s idea. Yeah, they want to uh, th- these developers, and I think they they want to develop into the mall. His property is in. It, they they won't sell it. So they decide they're going to burn his house down. He's still in his house, uh-huh. gets burnt, and he ends up hiding out in the mall. Everyone thinks he's dead, and he starts haunting it and murdering uh, various people. The deaths were actually a lot of fun. I really enjoyed them. Um, I, I don't know. I just I had a blast with this. I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but like I was entertained throughout. Um, is it like a nostalgic kick of being in a mall? Like almost like yeah, a, it's how, fine. Uh, it is fun seeing a mall is. for sure. Again, this is late '80s, but yeah, yeah. It definitely like it's like a throwback. It's some. It's got some cool ideas. Like he makes his mask by like smashing a mannequin, and he takes like the the, oh, the piece of, of the mannequin yeah. and puts on his oh, mask. That's cool. And the, it's just funny seeing the Phantom, but he's ro- rocking like a sports cap and like, <laughs> like, like a one of those cap. college jackets and stuff like. <laughs> that and like i said yeah the, the kills are fun everything is kind of like over the top and and stupid there's like this um security guy that was the one that they hired or he i think he's not a security guy i think they hired him to to burn the house down but then they put him to work in the, the mall as a security guard in case because i think i always like things where back. people are locked in malls whether it's dawn of the dead yeah, or no. are you afraid of the dark do you remember yeah, that episode no. where there's just something about it. I always. Uh, it was you know. a fantasy when you were a kid. Like, oh, it's gonna be amazing. I'm locked. Say by the bell when they can, they hide yeah. out in the ball yeah. The mall. Yeah, like there's. Yeah. There, there's something about that that I've always thought was pretty. Yeah. Cool. Except I hated fucking malls growing up, so I don't know why I thought this <laughs> no, was good. I, I liked malls. I don't know. Yeah, like I would go to uh, like. I still like malls. I still like going and like shop. There's something to mm-hmm. me about like I know you can get everything online, but sometimes I'll pay a little more, more if I can go. Shopping. I, I just love looking for movies and shit like I that. I do like still. going to brick and mortar, but yeah. malls for some reason, um, like to get me to go to a mall, like they would, because I would need clothes and stuff. Yeah. So they would, my mom would get my grandmother, who I just like adored. And that would be the Coke, only way. Coke she, she would she would be like, ah, oh, Adam, why don't you come uh, up to my house and we'll go to the mall? And mm. that was yeah. the only way you could get me to a mall. But my did you get like go toys to- and shit? Because no one likes clothes shopping as a kid. Like my, yeah. we might do people. that, but I, just being there, no. I hated. It. Like I, I, I would go to the record stores as I got older, but yeah. I would just beeline. I didn't want anything to do with you the actual. Like, yeah, I, I hate doing like the shopping you don't care about. I don't like like even as an adult, I don't like clothes shopping. Like I like going to those stores when I was a kid. I even now I like going and you, buying and, toys and, for and kids and people at and home. Stuff. You would not believe this guy because he he's 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 decked, he's decked out uh, to the nines uh, tonight. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's ready for a house party. <laughs> 
in like 1990. <laughs> He's even got the haircut from House Party. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I've been working on that. Play. Um, he looks yeah, like, like play, not play. like kid. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't. I'm, again, I'm not going to go too on too much on. But yeah, I will say that the, yeah, it has a like an hour documentary on there, and that it was like just as good as the the movie talking about story all the stories I talk about. But yeah, I, I had a blast with this. Here's what's going to blow you away. I'm going to give it a higher rating than Rebecca <laughs> from last episode. Jesus Christ. Phantom Mall, 7 out of 10. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I, I was entertained. I, I I don't know. I would say you would enjoy this, but Maddie, I don't fucking know what's going on you with you You don't know anymore. me anymore. Well, let me tell um, you a little something about myself. I watched this movie. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's called uh, First Blood 2 Rambo. Nice. <laughs> it's 1985? 85. This movie is Awesome. It's pretty much just Rambo uh, getting sprung from prison because he needs to find all these POWs who aren't supposed to be there because they set him up, yep. but they actually are there. He like takes them, uh, rescues them, takes down a bunch of people, takes out Russians with a bow and arrow. This movie is awesome. <laughs> this is basically where the UHF parody comes from, right? You got it. You got it. He has because the first one is an actual like. Well, this is where he movie. became like. Yeah, this Rambo. is where like he's a thing. Like yeah. there's a toys out in a cartoon yeah. series, yeah. and yeah, he has like it's just him, and he is taking on a Russian <laughs> army with a bow and arrow and like a Bowie knife. It is awesome. Some there is like not many like uh, English speaking roles, and it's pretty much like Sylvester Stallone like bumbling his way through dialogue. It's so much fun, man. I'm going to give it eight. Like, eight, it wow, is so nice. much fun. Like, it's exactly what you want from I, an I, 80s I've, action movie. I've seen this. A million bajillion yeah. years ago, but I have I I don't remember anything. Y- you might hate it because it's just him like, oh, and he's like just shooting people. And it's just him like with these scenes of just with this huge. It is just gun. UHF. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly it. But he somehow gets a helicopter and he battles a helicopter with a helicopter. It's awesome. When's the last time you guys watched UHF? It's been a while, but I think I still I love, enjoy it. I've seen that movie like fucking yeah. some of the most one of the movies I've seen the most times in my life. Uh, that would be the same with me. I have yeah. it on Blu-ray too. I haven't watched the Blu-ray yet though. I, I'm curious if the music videos would get in the way of the actual movie because no. like how many times you want to see like Money for Nothing? Like you know this music video, like yeah. it just seems like no, oh, the, the, right. those aren't. Oh, sorry. That's the only music video that's part of the movie. That's the only one. I thought he has yeah. like several others no. in there. No, like, that's it. Okay. It's it's no it's the, yeah it's the Beverly Hill because he has a dream right yeah yeah that's the only one and, okay. I, and I don't even know if it's the full song because I that have visions of it like it's I being think like that a, was as a kid my least favorite part of the movie yeah, yeah. yeah. but every everything else like every other skip like badges we don't, we don't need no yeah. stinking badges <laughs> that's amazing, you get right? to drink out of the fire hose <laughs> code of the librarian yeah, yeah. yeah. Wheel of fish. fish nothing you so stupid absolutely nothing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. Every skit. Yeah, I think it would still work, yeah. man. Spatula City, Spatula yeah, yeah, City. Exactly. Buy ten spatulas, get the eleven spatula free. So I ripped off Spatula City uh, when I wrote uh, Ladle a, City. A, a play, uh, <laughs> what, what was Ladle it? Land? Uh, socks Emporium or something like that. Yeah. Or and and it was just like you can get argyle socks, green socks, <laughs> yeah. red socks. What? And it was just a Spatula yeah. City yeah. ripoff. That kind of also reminds me of. Uh, Come down right here, or I'll club this seal. No, really, I will club <laughs> this seal or something I'll club like the seal, that. Yeah. Get a good deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was that in RoboCop or is that? No, that's in UHF. Oh, UHF. Awesome. Yeah, because yeah, RoboCop does parodies like that too. I'm telling you, yeah. Every there's so many yeah. great skits. I think I think it would still be hilarious. I like I I, I used to watch that. 
on repeat yeah. uh, as a kid. So Excuse me, sir. This book's a little overdue. Because oh, it has a guy oh, from the half. The villain is a villain, for, or the uh, the, the uh, protagonist from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. What's yeah. that guy? Jason Robards. Um, yeah, yeah. No, not No, Robert. no, no. Uh, 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 Kevin. Richards. Uh, uh, Kevin. Kevin. Uh, is it Kevin Richards? Kevin. Oh, fuck. I'm screwing this up. It, Kevin what? McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Great villain. Like, yeah. One of the. Well, yeah, that, that's the first time yeah. I saw him, and now I mean, he's fucking. Seems and, like yeah. every tenth movie he's in. He's but, so good in in both in yeah. yeah. Body Snatchers. Yeah. Like his cameo is yeah. great in the the seventies one. You guess what? He's like laughing, ha, 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 and all his like cronies yeah. are like laughing like stupidly yeah. with him. <laughs> he does this. Are <laughs> <laughs> <or> the <laughs> just call. Mr. Butterfinger. Emo Phillips is so good in that. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal? We should just cover fucking UHF. You know what? I am in. I'm I'm definitely in. I'd love to do like, uh, like, that space balls, yeah. yeah. We could do like eighties comedy, like yeah. uh, or even par- yeah, even almost like parodies. parodies. Yeah. You could throw a Naked Gun or any yeah. airplane. I haven't seen Airplane in a long time. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll add it. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, coming yeah. down the yeah. pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Like our twenty twenty two is completely booked, but we'll see. Um, uh, yeah. Anything else? Uh, did uh, you give it? Uh, yeah, yeah. He gave eight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end our weekly on a on a high. I'm, I'm sure both of you guys are gonna be excited about this. Rambo three. Uh, Rambo three. It's <laughs> it's called Inventing Anna. Have, okay. you, have you heard about this show? No. Okay, so this is a show, a Netflix show. Oh, I saw, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, it it's uh, it's so fucking long. Uh, I don't see. This is why I don't like. TV, I like, and I'm sure, yeah, you get a TV, but if you get a bad TV, that's ten hours you spend on something you didn't like. Yeah, so so most <laughs> of the time, I, I like this. The story is interesting. I I kind of wish I just read the article uh, of it. It's basically this Anna Delvey, who was actually her name was Anna yeah. Sorkin. She said she was this like trust fund heiress sort mm-hmm. of person, German. Duped them, but her. Her accent is fucking insane. Like it sounds, and it's because it's a Russian German trying to be like a Valley Girl American, played by Julie Garner, who is great in this, just like she is in Ozark and The Americans mm-hmm. and and The Assistant, which she was that movie that she was in. She's really she's unrecognizable, but she's fucking terrible. Like you hate this character. Like she's so she swindles all these people out of money. How she did it is crazy. Like you don't know, but. It's nine episodes. They're, the last one was an hour and 22 minutes. Ooh. Wow. They're almost all over an hour. There's no editor. Again, this is like Shonda Rhimes, and it's some, no one's telling her to cut these subplots, all this other stuff. If this was a four or five-part miniseries, BBC style. Awesome. Could be awesome. Anna Chum, Chum, uh, Chumsky. Yeah, from yeah, uh, my, my Girl Veep. Veep, yeah. Yeah. She's so good as the the the. Uh, I was going to say detective. It's basically a detective story about trying to uncover what Anna's all about. Um, but she's a reporter. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, pregnant. She's excellent. In both of them. There's a scene at the end of the show where they they have this moment, and you go, "Fuck, they're so good." Fuck this show. Fuck this show so much for like wasting all my time. That's ten hours essentially. It, it was it was probably eleven hours. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Nowhere to tell like a two hours worth of a story. It, it, it's probably it's not a movie. It it would work better as a miniseries. It's too sprawling as a movie to really get into it. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's not. Like maybe you maybe you don't have to tell that. Maybe you just read the article. I don't I don't know. Yeah. But even if you're doing that, five six parter, 
I could see this being a good show. There's there's great moments. It's trash TV. I you kind of know what you're getting in there, but it's trash TV with that thinks it's this telling this fucking epic. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give it five point wow. five. I think it's not Oof. good. Oof. And and honestly, usually when I'm watching something like if we watch something, we do like a sample of it. It's not there, but you watch the first one, and and Tammy loves the true crime stuff. She knew the story. Yeah. Uh, and and for me, I was like, "There's a story here. Maybe it'll get like first episodes. They start maybe you start refining, but it started getting more and more like time filling of all these like side characters. And I don't give a shit about any of their like. Oh, this dude w- came for a booty call, so now we have to talk about, and he's gonna get interrupted, and we're gonna have to spend twenty minutes on this relationship falling apart yeah. to never deal with it ever again. Like it's just why? Why just, is this in this fucking yeah, show? Yeah, just sprawling for no apparent reason. There's so much of that in there. But usually, like, my success rate with TV is is actually pretty high because of the sample thing. Like, if I watch something, like, 20 minutes in, and, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm moving yeah. on. You could have watched, like, Polly Shore's whole filmography in that time. You probably could. And probably had a great, t- you could have been weaving the juice. You could have been in the army. Doing <laughs> yeah. slurpees. Yeah. <laughs> doing slurpees yeah. and, you know. I, I think that's that, that would, uh, like, an epic... Uh, Polly Shore, like this took we us a long do. time. We should do, and we should uh, record it live. A Polly Shore run, oh. <laughs> a, a Polly Shore, a whole night. Like we'll start at like five p.m. or something one of these days, and we'll go to like four a.m. and do like all his movies. Will in we a do row. It like I used to do in here. I'll get the projector yeah. set. Yeah, we'll, record, we'll, we'll record a live yeah. podcast, and then we'll edit it down, of course, to the highlights. No, we'll just so it'll be a ten minute yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. we'll just do a live stream. The longest An podcast. Epic. It'll be like the Bible of the movie yeah. City Maniacs. Oh, I'm gonna have to get super drunk, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, like more drunk than I get uh, every week to talk to you guys. Can I call you Dad? <laughs> uh, Polly Shore. It's um, anything else you guys watch? No, uh, do you guys want to get an actual true crime? Because I kind of want to talk about this movie. Yep. Yeah, uh, let's throw up, uh, we'll jump into it. Here's the trailer for Shadow of a Doubt from you'd find swine. I don't want you to touch my mother. So go away, I'm warning you. Go away or I'll kill you myself. Your friends. Let me go, Uncle Charlie. Let me go. Teenage girl overjoyed when her favorite uncle comes to visit the family and their quiet California town slowly begins to suspect that he is the face he that he is in fact the Marriott Widow killer sought by the authorities. Uh yeah, th- this is a film where uh it's pretty much you know this this is night uh, this Shadow of Doubt from Shadow of Doubt from 1943, 1943. sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 I guess it could it's just, it's just a little over. like um, suburban. What's like the name? This is like kind of like Rockwell. Yeah, town? Rockwell, American small town. It's yeah. it's filmed in Santa Rosa, which at the time I, I guess is a bigger city now. I, I've not I've not been to Santa Rosa. I think there was an earthquake, and like a lot of these buildings don't exist anymore. A they, lot of the got... in the movie are are not. Yeah. Uh, the house is still there. Yeah. The library, which is in there, is is no longer. And it didn't. The library actually didn't get destroyed during that, but. Uh, there was actual still problems from the earthquake where they started looking at it and being like, this is going to fall yeah, at some point. Instead of like killing people, let's just raise <laughs> it right now and then like... But yeah, 13,000 yeah. people, a, a Main Street town, mm-hmm. uh, quintessential American. This is his first American yeah. picture. I, and I'm not going to lie, watching this, I, I really dug... like I. Uh, it makes you miss, like, or miss because I, I never got to experience it. Yeah, exactly. That. But it, like, it's for a time that you yeah, never not so, like it, it, would, it was so interesting when you go and, like, the, the, the fucking guy, the crossing guard, there's a crossing yeah. guard for one yeah. that's not for school kids, but there's a crossing guard and he knows you. Everybody's and, and the name, library yeah. and everyone knows everyone. And, mm. like, there's something about that that you kind of miss. And I, I don't know, the, the small little. Even like town. a little boy with, like, a, a wheel on a stick. Remember that old game? I love that. Yeah. When, I, I clocked that too, yeah. where you, you see the boy playing with the wheel on a stick. It was like, why was this a game? Yeah, he's like, Is that, are you cheap, so, like, so bored? Yeah. Like, Oh, hit the hit. Here's, I think back here's then, a, a lot of those the, games, right? Here's a stick. Here's a wheel. Go uh, go, go nuts. Go run on Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> Most games were like, you know, you, the parents didn't go and spoil their kids like yeah. they do these days. You fucking went and you made... <laughs> Yeah. You made games out of throwing rocks. Go play in like, that refrigerator. You know, it's marbles were a big hit. Yeah. That was a big toy for you. you know? But yeah, you, know. you you get this like this these these towns in America. Uh, what what we think America is, mm-hmm. um, and and this is uh, warm apple pie. Like you even got the pie the pie yeah. making scene in this. And uh, oh, I love uh, so <laughs> these guys come to the house to. They're, they say they're doing a survey for the, the census or something, but they're, it's a bullshit thing. They're after they're Uncle Charlie. They're detectives looking for Uncle Charlie. So uh, during this American idyllic town, Sinister comes riding in on a train. Oh, yeah. This movie starts with him with a bunch of money just spread out around him. And, doesn't care. And like his landlord comes in, and she's like, what, what's it called? She's like Randy or some shit like that. Like, hey, Randy, what are you doing with all this like money hanging around? Like, You can't. Keep this can't money. have let, it. Let, let me and it's thing. we later find out it's like forty thousand yeah. dollars that he has lying around on the like. Which didn't seem like I would have thought forty thousand then would have been a lot, but six hundred thousand. Like, but I mean, I mean, I just mean bill wise. Like when he oh. gives it to the banker, it's it, like ten I, bills. It's like what? Yeah. Like it was a small, tiny. Like it wasn't. A, I don't know. I just expected to be more. Yeah, probably yeah. like five hundreds or something. Because like, like if you if you carrying six hundred thousand now is. That's a be lot a of money. Yeah, that's a suitcase. suitcase. Yeah, or you could still get. It. There's thousand dollar bills. Yeah, I guess so. But so, even that, that would still be forty of them. Forty of yeah. them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 And it, it, like forty bills is. And yeah, did they yeah, have thousand dollar bills much. back then? Though I don't. Know. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, a trouble comes into town in the form of uh, young Charlie, who is named after her uncle Charlie. Gets this up in her head that she's so bored with life and blah blah blah. I hate this. All the stuff that Kyle town. wants, he's yeah. like, I she's sick she of it. Doesn't she, want you know that like teenage angst of like I just want there's something exciting to happen to us. Blah blah blah. Which just seems. If kind she of was like, modern, she would have been an emo kid. Yes. Yeah. Well, she th- there's definitely emo in this. Like <laughs> nothing ever happens to us. We're just living our lives doing nothing. It's like what? What are you talking about? Like I just got to raise at the bank. Like what are you talking? No, you last year. <laughs> and I, I love that played uh, like. Uh, but, so Teresa Wright plays the daughter, and she mm. is. Phenomenal she is so in, this. Good in this. She's uh, perfectly cast. Like you mm. believe that she's like in that in between period where 
Yeah, not she's quite a woman, not quite a girl. Like that kind of like where where's my life the, going? The in between Britney Spears yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Spears uh, phase. Yeah. Uh, not quite a girl. Uh, yeah. not quite a woman. Is that one of her songs? Yeah, I think it sounds so. Like yeah, it should be. Yeah. Did you want? Do you want to sing it for us a little bit? See how it goes. <laughs> not quite. She sings like this. Not quite a woman. But a, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not quite a girl. Yeah, but a woman. That's, <laughs> yeah. Dolly Parton over there. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, so she's she has this innocence, but also like the, a little bit of angst. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, she's bored living in this like small town. Nothing's ever happening to but her. But I do love her father, who who is played by the angel from It's a Wonderful yeah. Life. Clarence, right? Yeah. How great is he in this movie? He is he's so good in this movie, and and. Uh, he she, comes in and is like, "What are you talking about? I've uh, like, as you said, I got a raise. Like, we got yeah. this place, but they're they're a family that, like, the house is they're is like probably big. lower. They're like middle, maybe lower middle, class. lower middle class. Yeah. yeah, which at that point would have been a lot of people. Here. Yeah, everyone pretty lower good. middle class. But he, like, uh, yeah, so he, he's great. He's he's in uh, in the Invisible Man as well. Ball Ball of Fire, which mm-hmm. was the Hawks movie, like uh, High Sierra with Bogart, like." He's a great like character actor right he's there. He's so charming too. Like he plays a bumbling fool, but you love him. Yeah. And he's re- he still seems real. Yeah. He and still seems like grounded. Yeah. He seems like like a dad who just works at a bank. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm actually like providing for you. You got a roof <laughs> over your head. And like you have any book you want to read. The siblings in this are so much fun. They got the one oh, girl yeah. who is so studious and knows everything. Supposedly they book found room. her on the street. Oh, that's crazy. In Santa Rosa. Like they went up there. It's it's wartime, so the movie doesn't take place in in, in World War Two. It's before because yeah. they do some math at some point. Yeah, because he shows a picture and it's like says it's like the Ford or no, it's in the it takes place in the forties, right? Or it, it, it's it's I it, this, he shows a picture when he's a kid. Yeah, and if you do the math, it, it's eighteen eighty eight. The picture when he's a yeah, kid yeah. and it's been forty years, yeah. so it's like thirty eight. So it's on the cusp yeah. of the war. Okay, um, so you can still see how like innocence pervades it and, yeah. and and you also see Uncle Charlie might not mean just like Uncle Charlie, he might mean everything that's going yeah. on in the world at the time. You think about these these movies. I was watching this and I was watching Rebecca and going, How the fuck did they even make movies? Like like World War Two and then oh yeah, what what's happening? Right now, right now, like there's always wars. There, yeah. There's never been a time. Instead period. of Tom Cruise yelling at his crew, you had Hitchcock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah. Get, did we do we get so the basic plot though is it's this perfect little town. She's bored with her life, and then she's gonna. You know what? We I'll go message Charlie. Maybe we can. I can convince him to come down. And it just happens he's gonna come down because he's on the run. Yeah, and um, and you don't know you you don't know what he's on the run for. You just know that. T- some people There's are looking two for fellas him. fellas looking for him. He's got a stack yeah. of money. He shows up there, uh, kind of reinvigorates life back into the family. The mother is alive again, and well, so excited. She's so to close, see him. To, and or not close, but she she Charlie they were, they the were niece really close. is just like yeah, it, totally. Before he even gets there, is just like yeah. oh, my life's gonna be great again. Yeah, we're gonna do all these buzzing. things. Yeah. Uh, did you get the idea there was something supernatural going on between their? Heads like to, as she was about to there, call him. Well, like, I think she's there's a twinning thing that I think yeah. they, they play I think it's with. Both like they're very kind of intelligent, uh, but for their... also she's also singing a waltz throughout the yeah, movie. The, she's like, I can't get this out of my the head. Mary Widow waltz, which yeah. is also the they use that music in the in the, the, movie, yeah. in the movie, yeah. The theme, um, which is great. I think, mm-hmm. I think, uh, it's Mitri Tomemkin, I think it does the, the score, and it's, it's a great score. Mm-hmm. But that, that's kind of the whole mo- the movie. Then you, she's starting to maybe clue in that there's something off about him. 
and the whole movie is did he do it what did he do yeah. um and and the effect of what effect is it going to have on this family because it's it's going to tear the, the family apart and it is uh, it's the, mo- to, mostly the mother i mean the mother scene it, yeah. oh my yeah. god you feel yeah. I, I think that's one of the most affecting yeah there's a when she breaks down when she yeah. breaks down at, when at he one says point he, he might leave or he something. might leave and and you see how much her life feels yeah that there was joy when they were together, when they grew up in mm-hmm. in another small town, St. Paul, Minnesota, which would have been you know a small town, thing. and and like uh, and and their their childhood, like when he first sees her, when mm-hmm. he comes to the house, because she doesn't go to the train station to see him, yeah. and the introduction yeah. is, is yeah, it, it, you you see real love there, and there's yeah. real connection. Um, and and Joseph Cotton, who play we we should talk about. He know. is so good in this character. Yeah. He is charming, and then just turns in like a, like on like a like a hairpin turn. We're like, oh and wow, he, he is. He's got a fantastic yeah. filmography behind. Him. I was looking at like yeah. he did a bunch of uh, early Orson Welles Citizen. Well, he's Kane. part of the Mer- Mer- Mercury Theater, which was the Orson yeah. Welles crew. Yeah. He does Citizen Kane, Magnificent Ambersons, and then this. Cool. That's how he and starts Jer- his he career. Did a, he did an uh, Orson Welles called Journey and a Fear. Have you heard of that? Uh, yes, I haven't seen that it's one. Like, I think it's like a noir, but it's a, it's impossible to get. Like it's not on any North American DVDs or Blu-rays. Well, the, the, that's the Orson Welles filmography yeah, for yeah. you. Like, uh, yeah, I guess Matt Ambersons was was uh, for, lo- for a long time. Well, it's released. still lost. Like the, the, yeah, the, the version full, yeah, you have, yeah, yeah, cut, he yeah. went away and it's cut. It's still yeah. magnificent. Ambersons, watch. It is yeah. almost as good as Kane. Like, it, oh, wow. and, and like um, it, it's the big what if of for me in movie history. Hmm. What if you had his actual version instead of? Do you have yeah. the thing that's even better than Citizen Kane? Mm-hmm. Because there are a few elements in that movie. We won't talk about that movie, but yeah. there's a few things that are like, what? Why mm-hmm. did this? Ha-? Like, there's clunkiness, but it's still fucking brilliant. Yeah. And that, that, like Wells is that character. Like, why that movie's not there? Because it was probably some fucking drug lord that funded that thing, and now <laughs> some it's moved down the family, and some crazy person owns the rights. Yeah. And, well, wasn't it Kane was like a bit of a, a bomb? So then they they took it away from him and cut it all. No, Kane down? Kane is exactly his thing. No, I'm sorry. I know Kane was Ambersons. Wasn't it like kind of a reaction to that? No, no they they did one showing. And people didn't like it tore it apart or something, right? But well, it was just like a showing of an yeah. audience, a test audience, and they were they didn't and they had to get it out. I think and he was away yeah. in Mexico or something. Mm-hmm. They're like cut thirty minutes, and they just fucking destroyed yeah. the footage. They legit cut thirty minutes. They destroyed it, so he couldn't even fix it. Oh man, just how Zack Snyder feels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, this Cotton guy <laughs> yeah, the also Orson did Wells of our time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cotton also did like Third Man, Touch of You, like a whole. Yeah, he's amazing. amazing thir- and he, and he, and he uh, Doctor uh, Fibes. Yeah, and he's he's probably well. I don't. Every, this has a great supporting cast. I mean, he he's one of the best. Yeah. But everyone is everyone is everyone great. is on point. Even though the father's friend, uh, the Canadian fella, I forget uh, his Hume name. Crone. Crone. He yeah. is so good. So in yeah, that. the father and this friend. They're constantly oh, like yeah. going on like, how would I kill you? How would you kill me? And like, it's so like, it's like almost this, it's this competition. Yeah. yeah, who can who can do the perfect crime, the perfect mm. murder, and get away with it? And yeah, it, it's it, that is so great. Like yeah. every time they're on screen together, yeah, yeah like in, in Hume Crone uh, or Crone or Cronin, Cronin. Is it Cronin? It's just spelled a different way. Yeah, the, uh, Cron- yeah. Cronin is a family name. So, yeah, it's Hume Cronin, but it's spelled C O. R Y N 
yeah, yeah. like N I N or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but he's he's fantastic in this, and ended up being one of uh, Hitchcock's closest friends, and he's in Lifeboat as as well. Mm. But he's like thirty, and he's supposed to be a guy in like. Like he looks old, he looks right? Old, like yeah. Henry Travers is playing like he's sixty five. He's too old, yeah. for the role. Yeah, and he is like, yeah, like way too young for the role. And they're supposed to be contem- contemporaries, yeah. basically. Mm. Um, but yeah, everything that, between them is just awesome. Awesome. Which the dialogue I, is great, and I, I think that's why this film works because I think there's a like, I find like even like you mentioned like when the kids are on screen or playing or doing something. There, it's fun. It's not mm-hmm. like a scene where you're like, ah, fuck, get on with this. Let's get like yeah. all these like little things that you don't need. I think are great moments. So that I, just I think the only it. thing with this movie that I I feel it doesn't really work is the romance. Yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, but to be that to be is fair, like, what two minutes of this movie? <laughs> like well, also though, like she kind of like I like though because he's like ready to marry her. I like, like that right away. I like where she's a, like, I, I barely know. Yeah, like the scene in the garage is, yeah, is yeah, actually like yeah. a recovery scene of that in a way, which was written by the mother. Yeah, yeah. I saw, yeah. I'll get out of here. Yeah, they, they were, they originally it was supposed to be like a I, undying love sort of yeah. scene and, and She's like, I don't, I don't buy this. I, I, what's going on? When they they do meet and the, uh, you know, and they go on the date and everything is exposed of what's going on, like, Again, like, and, and he admits it. The only reason why the, that's in the movie is a commercial reason. They had to have her have a love interest. But the, yeah. and that's it's bare. Like to me, I, I don't know. I, it's like again, it's like two minor minutes. minor thing. You literally have her. She walks yeah. out with her friends here because they saw her with the uncle before too. Yeah. So they're like, How's the yeah, who is this? Getting- I see kind yeah, of, and I like yeah. that. I like that yeah. scene. It's, and it's, then you just have outside. It's, it's mainly the. Um, like the exposi- like the the dump of information, but I think yeah. you kind of usually for him to get out that he is. A, is he's a usually smarter right? though, know. Hitchcock with that stuff. He would have done it in a visual way, yeah. and that was like the easy way to do it, or a more ambiguous way. Like when uh, in Notorious, for instance, when Cary Grant and uh, is, is is meeting um, Ingrid Bergman and they're sitting on the bench. Like all of those scenes have so much more. This is just mm. like black. Yeah, I, I, I like mm-hmm. this is a minor thing for me, but th- that and he's fine in it. Uh, Carrie or wh- whatever his name is, mm-hmm. the actor who ends up being a soap, soap star. It, it feels like a soapy sort of yeah. uh, subplot to the movie. We should mention though, so Teresa Wright plays Charlie, and um, yeah, I guess again, like she was coming off of yeah. three Oscar. Like she's, I think she's like early twenties at this point. Yeah, cool. Three Oscar nominations, and this wasn't one. This of them. This is the film that broke, oh, ruined crazy. her, ruined. Well, Hitchcock, I don't think was really respected that mm. often, other than Rebecca that we talked about last week. Uh, for the most part, I mean, his films were they were like how we probably well, see Marvel this, films, like, right? Like they were they were blockbuster American? hits, right? This is his fourth American movie, I believe. Okay. No, fifth, fifth American movie. Wait, his, in like three years? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, but yeah, um, I guess they were kind of like the blockbusters. Because yeah, he 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 did Rebecca, foreign correspondent, saboteur. I'm missing one. Is uh, suspicion? Suspicion. Yeah, all all in that that time period. Yeah, it, wow. it's crazy run. Yeah, uh, to to start off where you're just getting accumulated uh, to the the scene and nobody wants to do any. But but Teresa Wright is this this kind of like. Uh, 
everyone thought she was a pushover in a, in a way, but she wrote this. She had a lawyer come in because she'd heard all these horror stories about actresses getting t- taken advantages mm-hmm. uh, advantage of, and 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 she had a lawyer do this. Miss Wright shall not be required to pose for photographs in bathing suits unless she is in water. <laughs> Neither may she be photographed running on the beach with her hair flying in the wind. <laughs> nor may she pose in any of the following situations: in shorts, playing with a cocker spaniel, digging in a garden, <laughs> whipping up a meal, attired in firecrackers, and holding sky rockets for the 4th of July, <laughs> looking insinuating at a turkey for Thanksgiving, <laughs> wearing a bunny cap with long ears for Easter, uh, t- twinkling on prop snow in a skiing outfit while a fan blows her scarf. <laughs> like, that is, that a is awesome. <laughs> How fucking bald. That's like her, that, yeah, that's her agent just saying, these are all shitty scenes that we yeah. don't, I don't I, want I, her I doing. suppose it was her. Yeah. Yeah, okay. like, I, I'm not doing this. This is a, yeah. this is a tripe. I'm not and, doing it. And she that. got someone involved, and and oh, she had awesome. the clout because she got yeah. kind of lucky. But it's un, uh, unfortunate in a way. By the end of the '40s, her career is almost over, and and she's in the uh, uh, a documentary on this movie, and I, and I've seen her on 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 YouTube talking about this. Uh, she she's passed now, but man, was she like an awesome lady. Like she's very eloquent. She remembers details so well about this. And she feels like when they were there, it was kind of a family. She had just been married. Um, uh, you know, Hume Cronin and, and, and Hitchcock were getting uh, along, along so well. Alma and, and Pat Hitchcock were there. Joseph Cotton, his wife, and, and Joseph Cotton becomes one of Hitch's closest buddies, buddies in Hollywood as well. Because he hated shooting on location. Mm-hmm. This is like a rare picture. The yeah. only reason why they shoot on location is you could spend five thousand dollars on your your budget for for uh, like set design because of the war. Oh, you like which this is uh, this is kind of like a my bloody Valentine thing you hear all the time where they found the perfect house. He loved it. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. it's it's nice but not too nice. Like it's a little bit broken down. Needs yeah. some work done. Certain things wrong with it. And then he was all excited they get it. And of course when they got there, they'd they'd redone they clean it all, it all repainted <laughs> oh. it all, and then, so they had to spend money in VFX to back. dirty it all up again and whatnot. And um, yeah, I guess that always happens. You're always trying to impress Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I did, yeah. She she's fantastic, in this, and I think she has a kind of a. It's a tough role to play because I think it could come off really cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think she does that balance where she's like an excited child to see her uncle, but then having to do the strong parts where like, no, you're not gonna. You, you, she takes Some control of, the best of that. Best yeah. like between her and I guess uh, Uncle Charlie, like between. Oh but, yeah, but also great sparring matches between these. Guys. So and also she knows she can't go too far yeah. because she's also worried about her mo- mother's feelings, right? So it's just, it's this hard balance to kind of. And, and then you, and add, the, you, add, the, you and, add the detective into it and, that uh, kind of throws it off as well. Yeah, and then now she wants wants to help him out, but even though he makes them again a little bit bumbling, a little bit yeah. behind the like, we're not actually helping yeah. you. You're going to have to do all this on your own. Mm-hmm. Make all the decisions. Another yeah. Hitchcock. Uh, he is the real. Uh, all cops are bastards. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know uh, the original. Fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> if he was a rapper, he was original Easy E. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chuck he, he would have yeah. yeah. uh, But yeah, you 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 get all of these kind of in, incredible sequences with Joseph Cotton. There, the silly wise one you talked about. This guy can like chew dialogue because he does this one scene about like, yeah, all these women spending their dead husbands, but he spent every day working for life. Then they die and their wife just spent it gambling on bridge and uh, drinking all day and night. And and, and, and like, wow. it, it just gets more and more. Yeah. Sin- it's mm-hmm. first he's like more and more intense. He's like, he's like jovial, like ah, oh, guy's working. And then you see his wife. Then he just goes darker and darker. And, darker. and it's, it just, it has a yeah. side angle, side angle of his face. 
It's holding it, holding it, and then he looks over yeah. at, at at Charlie, and then it just it's just sinister. He's evil at yeah. this point. It's an incredible sequence. Mm-hmm. I, I also want to mention <clears throat> what when uh, little Charlie knows. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that uh, that one uh, was that quote like. Oh, a wine for dinner. How very gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Check that or no. Yeah. I, Did you guys I, I see all that? The, I, I don't know. I was reading that, like, there's a lot of references to vampires and Dracula in this. I read yeah. about that. Like, he's but, afraid to have his yeah, picture it, taken. He doesn't like, like the sun. It sun, a little bit the red like wine. A, the, well, they do mention a, a Dracula moment where he's the detective says, I go explain Dracula to her. Or something. I, guess, I guess there was, like. I think it was one of those things where someone's. Probably just like kind of like oh I guess looking I could. for sometimes it, yeah, yeah sometimes like people take like eighty slashers and yeah. they overanalyze them it's like ah they were just shitty movies made to but I, I think a, in a lot of movies there is subconscious like I'm sure Hitchcock had had seen these things and mm-hmm. he, you know he he never wanted to explain you get Hitchcock and and he knows that he needs to plant more of these seeds and he's not afraid to go dark here mm-hmm. and little Charlie knows something's up. Right, mm-hmm. and and it's it's a great sequence where she's running away from from Uncle Charlie, and then they go in this seedy bar. He grabs her and pulls her in, and 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 he base. The, I, if, you, if you guys will let me, oh yeah, you gotta do your best. <laughs> Was that cotton? <laughs> There's so much you don't know. So much. What do you know, really? You're just an ordinary little girl living in an ordinary little town. You wake up every little morning of your life and you know perfectly well there's nothing in the world to trouble you. You go through your ordinary little day and at night you sleep your untroubled ordinary little sleep filled with peaceful stupid dreams. And I brought you nightmares or did I? Or was it silly inexpert little lie? You're a sleepwalker blind. How do you know what the world is really like? Do you know what the world is is it's a foul sty do you know it if you ripped off the front of houses you'd find swine the world's a hell what if what does it matter when it happens what what does it matter what happens in it ah, i fucked up at the end but anyways you get it yeah. like he's yeah. just fucking opening up his dark soul he's a very pessimistic guy he goes down a, <laughs> like a like a, like a mine shaft of like Darkness, but there still is ambu- uh, yeah. ambiguous kind of nature in in what did he actually do yeah and and you know maybe he's ripping off people, but he's not. Well, you know he's got. Them, you like, know, yeah, you know he's got money. And he's gonna you get know by like illicit him. means. Like he is he a murderer? Yeah, is he just like a, a robber? Thief, yeah, is he just a fucking? Uh, What's that called? Like a, like a gold digger, like a Thario, where he just goes in, kind of steals yeah. the girl's money, and like leaves. And 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 that, I I love that about this film. We can talk a bit about it more in spoilers, but I I really like that aspect mm-hmm. of it. Because it does, you know, I mean, they, they could have gave it away right from the beginning, but it, it keeps it kind of... I think of, right away you know something's, something's wrong. Something's, yeah. Like, yeah. The, it opens up with him basically with the window, the blinds drawn. It's the middle of the day. He's sitting on a bed like something's wrong with yeah. his head. And and they do talk about he had an accident as a boy, which I think mirrors another killer. There was yeah. actually the gorilla man. I went down this true uh, crimes. This serial killer was pretty much going into like, hey, man, you want to show me your, uh, you got a room friend. Show it to me. He killed them and then just raped them when they were dead. He was right. murdering this, landladies, yeah. yeah. And this, he, this I think he, he did twenty murdered twenty people. And, and he also had an accident when he was a kid, and you got it. He was he never got the worse. same. And yeah. they they talk, talk about this in the he movie. He lost both parents to syphilis. I went down the rabbit hole. Uh, on yeah, this he, one. but yeah, for so he's for true by crime, his uh, evangelical 
grandmother who was like a real hardy Christian. So he used to read from the Bible. So I guess that's why he was reading from oh, the wow. Bible in this one as well. It's er- Earl Nilsson, a.k.a. the Gorilla Man or the Gorilla Killer or the Dark Strangler. It's actually, that all came actually from David Selznick. Um, it was, sorry, it was um, from his department. Um, what's her name? Margaret McDonald. Uh, okay. So she told Hitchcock that her husband, Gordon McDonald, had an interesting idea uh, for a movie and called Uncle Charlie. And it was it was based on this right, this right. mass murderer, so that's oh. kind of how this this oh, came crazy. about. Um, but, you, yeah, but yeah, that you, that you that guy is spins a, out. That guy is. I mean, there's no rape and, and all that crazy shit yeah, in this he, film. He's not raping God. corpses, but like, yeah, actually, I think that guy was right. He was. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The gorilla man was actually like going in. Like, there, there's some pretty yeah, they're pretty brutal oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, weird um, stuff. I like you know even in a. In an episode where there's no rape in the movie, you guys get yeah, to, yeah, get yeah, to yeah. bring up We are like on. a one uh, one pop, <laughs> one one tune band. I, I did want before we get too much. I, we never really mentioned, but yeah, the, this was uh, the screenplay for this was done by uh, Thornton Wilder, Sally yeah, the original, Benson, and he, and he got really so Rick that Lavelle. speech that I uh, I I didn't yeah. I didn't really you could say do butchered. I kind of butchered, yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, that was Wilder. Uh, mm. Like t- totally, yeah. he he wrote all those big big heavy monologues. Uh, he delivers them so well, man. And is, is Alma Ravel is that Hitchcock's wife? Yeah. So she wrote like a, a bunch of his early ones, like well, parts, parts it, of it. And most people think she always did, yeah. uh, basically till the end. Okay, because yeah, she only yeah. gets credit. I think this is her last one. She gets credit for. Yeah, yeah, I think eventually she just starts. He comes home and they work on the scripts because he doesn't get credit either. Yeah, and uh. and. It didn't end with the the writers. Basically, they would hang out, and they'd order lunch, and they dictate to one another. But he was very involved in the script writing process uh, all along. But Alma was was a they met because they were both making films in yeah. England, hmm. and uh, she was incredibly talented. It is often considered the unsung hero of his this? movies because she was a quality control. Okay, so like. He- she kind of like, nah, nah, cut that. Yeah, yeah. Cut that. And and had a sense because she had a filmmaking background. Yeah. Uh, but I think, it, you know, you get into politics. Like, you even think of the Coen brothers. They both couldn't be listed as directors until, like, the 2000s. Yeah. Because of how everything is set up with the guilds mm-hmm. and, and, and whatever. So th- there's all those kind of elements why she Apply. she never got credit, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I did want to mention too. I guess um, Alfred Hitchcock for Joseph Cotton originally wanted uh, William Powell from the Thin Man series to play the part, but um, MGM refused to loan him out. Uh, so we got he and, almost played the lead in Rebecca as well. Oh okay. wow! And then Cary Grant was also briefly considered, and for the role of Teresa Wright, um, Joan Fontaine actually, who we talked about oh, last yeah. week from Rebecca, was. One of Hitchcock's first choice, and Olivia de ha- de Havilland, her Havilland, sister. Yeah. So, uh, but they were unavailable. Joan apparently. Fontaine and Olivia de Havilland. They seem too uh, old because this yeah. is after Rebecca. Yeah, she was still been like twenty six. Yeah, I guess so like three <laughs> years later, right? Yeah. yeah so, so I think Teresa Wright's twenty four. Yeah. She probably like. She looks a lot younger. This, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Teresa Wright looks. I don't. To me, she looks young. Yeah, they both kind of look young to me. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, um, like, uh, so Joan, Fo- I, I was going to mention this the other one, but you kind of gave me an opening. So Joan Fontaine and, and uh, Livy de Havilland, sisters, very competitive, end up hating each other. They they both live to like 100. Oh, wow. 
Like Olivia de Havilland, I think, was over 100. Joan Fontaine is like 97 or 98 yeah. when they die. They don't talk for like 40 years, the last 40 years <laughs> of life. Really? And Hitchcock always wanted to like fool them and, and get them into the same movie. Hmm. Oh, by like, oh no, it's a movie about like a sister who just moved in an apartment. Or, or just like, hey, uh, uh, I'm doing this movie with Joan, like uh, I got this Joan Fontaine movie. Oh, know who I'm going to get to play an extra and, and tell yeah. Olivia de Havilland that it's just, hey, just come on set. Like it'll be kind of funny. You'll yeah. be like a little Easter egg in the movie. Yeah. And and to have them meet in the market and, and Joan sees her and then film it. He was trying to do that, I guess, for 30 he years. He was trying to like dupe them? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Again, Hitchcock. It's kind of a dick. <laughs> kind of a dick. Not the well, greatest guy. Well, maybe he was trying to rekindle their... No, no he, he, he wanted to see their okay. fucking reaction. Yeah, exploitation. Bruce, yeah. Bruce Stern talks yeah. about it in uh, one of the Rebecca uh, featurettes, because yeah. I guess both on Marnie, which Bruce Stern was in, and he's yeah. in Family Plot, which we're going to talk about in two weeks from now, uh, he was talking about this idea. And at this point... They're like in their 60s, and he's still got this idea like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm, I'm going to well, do this one thing. One of these days. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have too much else. Did you want to talk about, um, I guess this is considered, uh, Hitchcock's favorite film? Yeah. So Hitchcock was always kind of gamey, uh, in, or, or cagey, uh, I should say about what his, his favorite movies were or mm. which movies he liked. He said often conflicting things, even Rebecca, you know, he'd always be messing around like uh, with Selznick and, and, and downplaying it. But then people would ask him, he's like, yeah, it's actually held up better than any of my movies from that time period. I don't know why, but yeah, like, but this one, he, he originally tells somebody it's his most satisfying movie. Mm -hmm. Like a movie. He had the most fun making it or like, no one knows. Yeah. Like, he just leaves it open-ended. It does sound like it was, like, a fun movie to make, like... Yeah, I think they all enjoyed being on set. And But then later, when he talks to Truffaut, uh, which is the famous kind of, mm. like, them sitting down in an interview, mm -hmm. Francis Truffaut, the, the French filmmaker, and he says, no, no, I never said that. But then doesn't he say later on to Truffaut yeah. that it is, and, and a couple other people that it is? Yes. Like, it seems like he said most of the time that it was, other than that one time. And, and he told his, his daughter, yeah. Pat Hitchcock, who, did Pat just, R.I.P., I think, Pat oh, yeah? Hitchcock, yeah. Um, uh, who, have you seen Pat in it? Oh, straight, she was in Strangers on a Train. What that you watched she, last week. What was she in that She's one? the, like, uh, the friend uh, with in there. She's kind of funny. Is she's, she the her sister with the glasses? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, sister, not friend. Yeah. Sister. That looks like the, 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 ex, the, the wife mm. that gets murdered, huh? Oh. She's actually a good actress, but anyway. Was Hitchcock in this movie? Yes, so uh, he is on the train. Is he the one with the uh, the uh, handful the, of a card? Yeah, yeah, I was wondering why yeah, they showed I was that. Actually, it was that was weird thing. thing like, I was like, they cut to this like yeah. hand. And he's got like a every all ace. aces. So you can you see him from behind, and the, the two act the doctor and his wife who don't the the wife's like, oh, why don't you just Joseph Cotton's on the that train a with weird a migraine scene? Like, do you just have a migraine? Is that why he? No, was he in? doesn't want to be seen because he knows he's being hunted. Oh, okay. so he's pretending to have a migraine, being so, sickly. So that's why he comes out of the train yeah, like looking like he can't walk. But I thought he has he is kind of sick like the whole movie because the beginning. Two, he's kind of laying down, isn't that? He. Kinda... I think he's supposed to have a, a, a like maybe a migraine, yeah. but he's hiding out yeah, yeah, at that yeah. point, and yeah. that's why like he gets off the train, he looks like he can't walk. They're holding him. The yeah. second they're gone, he's. Oh, he, he, yeah, he, he's... it's a usual suspects walk, ah. a, a pre usual suspects right, nice. if I've ever seen one. 
Um, but yeah, so he, he, yeah, he's he he is that uh, cameo appearance uh, appearance there. We didn't mention yeah. his cameo appearance on last episode in Rebecca. Did but he have I, one? I think it's like they go buy a picture on the wall, and it's like a blinker. You'll miss it. He's in uh, one of the pictures yeah. or something. It's like that doesn't count. Well, kind of is. He's still know. in it. Hey, listen. All right. Um, <laughs> he should have played the uh, crossing guard. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't remember what we were talking about. Stop though. walking so crazy there, Charlie. You're going to get hit by a car. <laughs> I, I did want to say, too, this movie was actually a box office failure, which yeah. was surprising yeah. to me. Like, not a massive one, but no, not, yeah, a, not yeah, a hit. Yeah. I find this movie really accessible. Like, it, it, it's easy to watch. Some of Hitchcock's films are weird, though. Like, some of them you thought were huge hits, and they were mm-hmm. failures, and it's like, what? Like, Vertigo was a bomb. Yeah, like, oh, what the cr- fuck? Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Which is now, like, oh, that's cons- yeah. considered Maybe one of the greatest yeah. films of all time. Um, yeah, they're, they're not always, like... There, there's there's massive hits like Psycho, of course. Yeah. This birds, one just but. seems like it would be a crowd pleaser, though. Like it's like that mm-hmm. nice balance of blockbuster, but it's still like. Whereas the last episode, like Rebecca, I think is almost like too dark and not necessarily like this but fun kind of time. It was a huge. Hit. I know, and yeah. it's so weird. I, 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 and then this one is doesn't seem that accessible. It seems like all right, you're. This seems kind of like that middle ground. Romance is a ghost movie. Yeah, this isn't North by Northwest or whatever, but it's kind of like that middle ground of the two, in my in my opinion. So I don't. know. I'm, I'm surprised. I think I think more. Rebecca ended up being like a, a a huge hit with female audiences. Uh, um, where and 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 I think this one maybe wartime plays the factor. Yeah. That could be it too, right? Um, you know the. There's probably some escapism going on. I mean, at that this, point. this, both of these are actually kind of too. I mean, no, I'm not saying they're as dark as films. I think uh, Notorious is pretty fucking dark. But I think both of these choices that we've covered so far are kind of darker films. And, you know, when you compare it to like some of his more fun, you know, uh, fi- not fish out of water, but mistaken identity or whatever, like. You know, th- this film, yeah. and we'll talk about it more in spoilers, but it, there's some kind of depressing mm-hmm. stuff in there, I think. Uh, like yeah, you yeah. said, the stuff with the, the the mother and and even where it goes the last like twenty minutes, like it starts like, whoa, mm. I didn't necessarily expect. Yeah, that. I I yeah I agree. I agree. This one is pe- peppered with a lot of humor. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's I, yeah, like it's still. That's why I think it's like it's not. But but you're if right. They got the, rid of, if they the got rid of the humor, minutes. it could be depressing. Like if they got rid of this, the fun stuff with the dad and the yeah. friend, yeah, like the, and the, the, the kids, clever clogs girl, and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Like and, it could or be even the, the, the the survey guys, which I was going to be surveyors. No survey. I'm not breaking an egg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that that seems fun. Where they're they're supposed to be reporters and mm-hmm. yeah, the mother. She's she's all her lines in that are great. But how like oh I wasn't ready for you guys and this and this and this I I, I liked all that stuff. I, I also just had like a, a, a one last kind of anecdote about making the film like Hume Cronin who is a, a Broadway actor at this point mm-hmm. and he's on the film and he's he's feeling like sometimes the movement doesn't make any sense like Hitch tell me to like move up but I I don't know why I would move up or why I would be sitting here or whatever so he's like oh, okay do it your way. But uh, you're going to be the guy w- w- that's saying the line with his head cut off. And he, he, he said something to him like, the camera lies. You, you have to accommodate when it does. You have to f- learn how to move around. He <laughs> says it was the best advice he had basically ever, ever got because he understood like it's a different style of acting. I'm no longer a stage actor. I am a film actor. So the camera is not going to catch you having to do that movement. It's going to catch you being in the right place. Yeah. Um, and he looked back at the dailies and went, Oh. oh, I'm wrong. Never mind. But he made a big deal out of it. Like yeah. he, he felt he just every day he just kept feeling weird about some of these things that mm-hmm. Hitchcock would be like, no, 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 you need to do this. Um, 
Yeah. Anyways, well, is there anything else uh, before spoilers? That, that, I think that's it. I guess we can give her rating. Want to give your rating? Uh, I'm still. You guys go first. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it 8.5. I was going to go 8.5 as well, actually. I enjoyed this one. <sighs> I'm between 7.5 and, and 8, but I'm going to go 8. Fuck it. Maniac! maniac. It's a maniac, <laughs> folks. Uh, nice. Yeah, I, I was fighting between that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think I was leaning more towards an 8. Again, I think there's there's more. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this one. I, this, why this is just like one slight step down is, is I do feel occasionally... Um, the stuff that sh- that is required with the romance is often the most clunky uh, parts the, the of it. The romance is like three minutes of this movie. It doesn't even mm. like you don't need it at all. Like I just feel like this one has the best, like just a great balance. Like I think it mm. balances the comedy and the, and the all humor the other stuff. Yeah. Everything. Very I, I well. love that. I, I love all yeah. the stuff when they're in the house and the family, and mm. he's he's. Part of it, I love the bank scene. We didn't even talk about oh, yeah, that. The bank no, scene is great. He's like yeah. busting his ball, like, stop embezzling, will you? <laughs> and even when he leaves, he kind of says yeah. like, "Oh yeah, keep an eye on your your boss there because you you might have a spot, you know, yeah. in the future or something." Yeah, like that's the worst thing to say because now your dollars. boss like, is going to probably be a dick. To and you he's and, already like hunting, yeah. out, like, yeah. "Oh, there's there's a widow there," and you're starting going, "Oh, he's paying him way too yeah. much attention to that yeah, widow." Yeah, yeah. Um, should, should we get, get into spoilers? spoilers. Let's do it. Uh, so yeah, wait. If you if you guys uh, yeah. don't want it spoiled, check at the bottom there. We had the timed. Uh, you can skip ahead. Um, because I think you should skip this if you haven't seen the yeah, movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, you have to. I mean, I think you kind of maybe know where it's going, but I think that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah. Spoilers. So at the beginning, that first landlady, did he kill her? Is that? Did you guys get that or no? I think it's kind of insinuated, especially yeah. if it is yeah. based on this killer. I was actually landlady. thinking about that. Like maybe he did. Kill her. I think. I think they're because she's a bit too familiar, and like that's how he's been kind of making yeah. his money. So, so yes, this guy is a killer. You find they out. don't yeah. mention it though in the. But that's why he was so like uh, he wanted to get that paper out of her hands because it was a new murder. That, that I guess, but I they're on the run from like yeah. I, I think it, there's a possibility. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, you don't know for it sure. It doesn't yeah. say in the killer. little print you can see. Uh, I didn't yeah. pause it to read the print. I just I so. actually did. Yeah. I actually did pause oh, did it. You? it. All it said, it just said the woman's <laughs> name. It didn't say what yeah. her job was. I I don't remember her name. It's a, oh her name was like T S or something. That's which that, oh, and that's not the landlady. No, 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 no. It was the old actress. Which which um, but yeah, what I what I love about this film is they give you a little bit of hope. It's like, you know he did something wrong, but you kind of hope that, like, for his mother's, the, the mother's sake, that yeah. maybe yeah. he was just a thief and he didn't, maybe he got this money somehow and he's on the run from it. But no, then you find out he is a murderer. And it's like, from that point on, you're, you're, you just, you're, your heart just kind of sinks because it's like, not only, like, does this suck for this Charlie character who is, like, her fucking hero it's like finding out your hero's a murderer, yeah. um, and then he's on the hunt for her. The hunt, yeah, and then you, and just what what effect this going to have on the the mother? Because you see how imp- is it, that that's uh, that, just like that is such, one of the most emotional scenes yeah, in oh, any yeah. Hitchcock movie is yeah. when the mother it's he, dark but sad. He's, he's and, leaving like there's there's some yeah. sort of grief or something there that like you can oh, play yeah. that that actress kills it. Yeah. She, she gets double. Double duty because one again another she thing saves that could the romance scene where I I would probably like if the original one which I've 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 kind of read would be a jump the shark oh it would ruin it the movie was terrible like a terrible written scene like it was going to change the whole way it was going to mm-hmm. progress and th- they started talking about it and she rewrote it 
right there, and he's like, "Yeah, we'll just use that." Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I, I do think that the yeah the, the scene in the garage because it, again, it tries to be like he's literally, "I love you, let's get married now." And it's like we yeah, went on one it. fucking date. I mean, yeah. I know this is in all and these the fucking date, movies. You told me my uncle was a murderer. Yeah. But like, it, to be fair, in yeah. a lot of movies, like that would probably. I mean, yeah. Rebecca, that kind of almost happens. Yeah. In this case, so like I like that she's a strong woman. It's like. I barely fucking know you, yeah. dude. Like we can but maybe she, be friends. But again, and maybe she like, plays that from the from the start. Like yeah. that she's smart. That she mm-hmm. she knows a, a more. More worldly, like in a weird way. Yeah, like the whole family seems yeah. like they're somewhat educated yeah. on the world and what's going on, even though they live in this small town. Mm-hmm. Like look at the the, the clever clogs. Uh, yeah, the daughter, yeah. Uh, the younger daughter, yeah. who is so good. She reads two books a week. That's yeah. her goal. Yeah. What is she reading? <laughs> Ivanhoe. Oh, because though. she's making fun of her dad for reading like a like pulpy like yeah. romance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I love how all that's done, and it, like it's just such a dark idea. And then, but on top of it, and then you're like, okay, well he's g- gonna get out of here. But then you find out, no, not only is he not gonna get out of here, he's gonna fucking murder. Yeah. yeah. Like you didn't. I didn't think they were gonna go that way. I thought he was gonna go on the run and something. I didn't think he was gonna get the point where he's trying to murder her. And he sets her up so. Well. And even like yeah, like yeah. you get these couple moments. And you're like okay, you know she's gonna get out. Then the the finale on the train. It's like holy shit. You think by this point, okay, it's done. You're you're gone away. Then he's like no. I'm still going to kill you. He's yeah. got the voice in his head saying, yeah. I got to get rid of this woman. Mm-hmm. And that, that, I don't know. I thought all, all that was just fantastic. Like it was, mm. the, it was the tension in those scenes. I thought was, yeah. was really it, it's, well it's fantastically shot too on yeah. the, on the train. And, uh, in all, I like all that sequence when he, he does the stuff on the back steps. I remember that as a kid. Yeah. So that's when I realized I had watched this movie as a five year old oh, child. Cause he's like, cause I remembered this kind of like, Guy, like it starts seeming real familiar, and then this that scene on the steps happened. I was like, Of course. And then my mom mentioned she was like, Yeah, I remember turning this on. You're four or five years old, and you're glued to the TV. And I kind of went, And that's that's how you knew that your uncle that gave you those Raptors tickets was (laughs) trying to knock you off. Uh, Tammy's uncle, Tammy's (laughs) uncle. (laughs) Like it's made me question question uh, LD's uh, (laughs) motives for years, but no, it, it, it. it, it, like and then you get a that great scene in the garage as well. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a Hitchcockian where, where if you actually think about it, it's like, ah, eh, this isn't very plausible. But who cares? Because it's yeah, yeah it's, it doesn't matter. All the cutting is done right. so well, and 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 Hume Cronin again coming to the house and oh, that's it, awesome. And it, he's like, well, I just heard her crying. I didn't know what to do, so I opened the door. Yeah, I just I don't <laughs> feel this film had like I again I I agree you could get rid of that romance, but like I said. It's about two minutes, and you had to have some scene where he. It could have been done better. Where he mm-hmm. says, "But there's there's not too much fat in this film." Like, yeah, I, I that, that's it for me. Is like the reveal feels like I know the second that happens where it is. Yeah, like it, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a for for me that's a big tell. You're not gonna have an exposition scene that tells that much unless he's fucking guilty. I think they go, do a good job of of maybe counteracting that a little yeah. bit later, but. Yeah, I did, that, they definitely had me question. Like, even from the point when they're in the the restaurant talking, and he pretty much hints, like, "I know you know that I did something." Yeah, you still don't know, and you don't to, know what I did. To, again, that up speech, to that point, yeah. it almost says, yeah. "You're a silly little girl. You yeah. don't understand the world. This is the real I world." Think you know, yeah, something, but you don't know what you know. Yeah, but and and you'd think, okay, there's still hope, but then like right when they get home, they kind of reveal that no, I did murder these people. And it's like, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were going to stretch out longer that you didn't know. Yeah. But then, like after that scene, they kind of reveal almost too early. I think maybe, 
But uh, it's it's still a great moment because I think again I think unlike some other films when you reveal it might be like okay well I know where the rest of the film go- is going to me like that reveal almost elevates the film because now you have to think about all the oh, stuff yeah. of what this the in, cat and mouse game well, yeah we'll go in the car and and more just yeah. again what impact this is going to have on her what impact this is going to have on her mother or the family like it's 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 not as easy as well he's guilty so let's get him arrested it's like mm. well. I can't wow. do that because he's my uncle and this is going to kill my mother. And like, I don't, I, I think they do all that so well in this. Uh, and then again, it, get, it does get to the point, as we mentioned, where then not only that, he's now trying to even kill her, which mm-hmm. is even up, it ups a, a level, which I didn't expect. So I don't know. Yeah. I thought they, it, this could have been a, a pretty predictable film. And I thought when you think they're going that way, they kind of had mm-hmm. a little bit extra to throw. And at you. still like, this is fucking yeah. 80 years later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's 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 a great movie. You can see, I think, why he considered it his best in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Even though he was pretty honest about the romance. Yeah, well, just in terms of, uh, and 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 also, he didn't like shooting on location. So I, I think he doesn't Sh- like some are, of those are we, sorry, elements. Are we well. done? Spoilers? Just because yeah. it yeah. sounds like you, it sounds like you're saying some good stuff that uh, <laughs> listeners yeah. might want to hear. Um, but yeah, th- mm-hmm. that's it for spoilers, guys. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just. I was going to say, like, he, uh, I, I think Hitchcock, well, he considers his favorite. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that means it, he thought it was his best. Yeah, 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 I don't think it's his best myself, but I did really, really I also don't it. think he believes that as well, but mm-hmm. it was probably enjoyable. Yeah. I, I, we, I, we didn't actually mention either. This is, for, isn't this one of his most personal films? Like, all the names... All the characters throughout this movie are all middle um, names and, and stuff and family from family names. Yeah, from his. I think his. he does a lot of that stuff okay. generally. Yeah. Like he he pull he pulls like things from real, real life. But but I think you're right. Like there may be. Do you more think this, this was maybe some of his childhood, like his kind of growing up life? Do you think? Uh, or no, no, I don't think yeah, so at all. Uncle that, like, no, I actually well, not that. But I just mean like the the because a lot of his other ones are like uh, big he city might have and been stuff. Like the the youngest. No, he doesn't do too many in like the suburban. Three? You know, he wasn't a suburban guy. He lived oh, okay. in the heart of London and oh, okay. uh, like this. Oh yeah, he's being yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this. I think this was him tr- yeah. being curious about this and going. You know yeah. what? Yeah. There's evil not, happening not there as too. Not as good as you think it is. Yeah, like I, I think it's that's kind of the original Halloween. If you yeah. think about it, it's like, like evil comes evil, to town. Yeah, yeah in, in a town mm. where it's a nice little suburban town that you don't mm. think anything bad can happen, mm. and then this guy comes in and. Yeah. There you go, guys. So this is you know Halloween negative uh, one. You know, yeah. uh, or, or the Dracula as well. Yeah. Like uh, this is uh, we haven't had a maniac in a couple months, so this is nice. Yeah. We kind of knew Hitchcock would do it. If anyone's yeah, going to do it, it's Hitchcock. There wasn't a maniac in all of 2021, so thank goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Do, do you guys have anything else to say? Or I think that's pretty much oh, it. The, the only thing I wanted to mention, I guess this has been remade twice uh, in 1958 as Step Down to Terror, and then they did a TV film in 1991 just called... Um, yeah, just Doubt. called uh, Shadow... <laughs> no, Doubt. called Shadow of Doubt. Oh. Uh, and then I guess Stoker... Um, Park Chan-wook uh, said that this was a big inspiration for Stoker, which kind of makes sense. Oh, it's the same kind of deal yeah. when you think about it. Right, yeah, yeah. Which that's Matthew a, that's Good a good comes too. to town. Well, he's like, he isn't, yeah, he is the uncle now, yeah. right? He's the yep. the uncle and he comes in. Yeah, anyway, Stoker's yeah. a good movie. Stoker is Watch a good it. movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know too much. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to share your thoughts on this film, uh, where it fits for you in the uh, Hitchcock catalog, you can let us know. Uh, we have a Facebook group and a, a like page and a Facebook page. You can find us on uh, email at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. 
And we're on Instagram at Movie City Maniacs. Oh, the Grams. The Grams. What do kids call it? Is it the Gram? The, or the Insta? <laughs> no, not any. No. The Gramps? IG? <laughs> so, guys, uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week with uh, North by Northwest. Stay scared, And, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Good evening. Are we ready? Oh, sorry. I looked at you were about to go to the bathroom or something. Uh, I just go here, man. Yeah, okay. he's wearing the diapers. That's why you got those big pants. We yeah. can't tell what's going on down there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the front is yellow. The back is brown. It's cool. <laughs> the style, guys. Yeah. We are going to eventually have to do a Pauly Shore month. You guys know that, right? <laughs> I know. We keep talking about it. I, I'm cursed because I bring the, it up. The all audience the time. is going to, uh, it's just dying. Like demanding. For it now, man.